1: What's going on, America? I am Graham Allen, and welcome to a very, very, very special edition of the Dear America podcast. As you can see, if you are watching on YouTube right now, things have changed a little bit. Uh, You are seeing parts of the new studio. We can't show you all of it yet because all of it's not done. But my section is uh, complete enough that we are coming to you live from the new Well, we're not live. That's a dumb thing to say. Uh, We're coming to you from the new studio. And with the new studio comes some new things. As you can probably see automatically right now, uh, the video quality is better. And Jake has some new toys, and we can do some things like this. So let's say that we say something on the show, which we never do, that people would find offensive. Jake would do this. How dare you? Or if, uh, I don't know, I say something funny, but liberals won't find it funny at all. This isn't funny. We have the ability now to have instant media things like that, which is really cool. Jake's been having a fun time. He's like a kid in a toy store. But this episode is not about Jake. This episode is actually a very cool episode. This is the first time on the Dear America podcast that I am coming to you completely by myself, because today is a very, very, very monumental day uh, for me. It's a day that I never thought would happen. It's a day that I'm sure a lot of people are going to ask questions of how it's happened in the first place, but I've been teasing on my social media pages for a while that on today, March 2nd, 2020, a huge announcement was coming. And so today, I am announcing to you officially that my very first book, America 316, is officially available for pre-order right now. That's right. You heard it here first. Graham Allen has written a book, and it is available for pre-order right this second. You can go get this book by going to America316.com. Now, as soon as you get there, you'll see a lot of order options. Uh, There are uh, options for audio, there's options for the normal hardcover, and then there's options for autographed copies. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me when I say this. You order the book and you want an autograph, you're getting the autograph. I don't care if 10,000 people pre-order the autographed copy. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I will, we'll have video of it. I don't know. We'll do that, that time-lapse thing, seeing me like cry and, and have hand cramps of me signing this book. I am so excited about this. Uh, America 316 is something that I've been working on for quite a while. It's something that I don't know. I'm pretty partial to the title. I think America 316 is a pretty catchy, if I do say so myself. But um, this book is going to be different than you think it's going to be. And that's why I'm excited. This book is not going to be your stereotypical, I don't know, talking head book that you would think. This is not a Glenn Beck book. It's not a Charlie Kirk book. It's not a Dan Crenshaw book. This is a Graham Allen book. And much like everything that we do here, we do things differently and in our own way. That's what America 316 is about I'm very vulnerable in this book. This book is going to take you down some roads that I guarantee that you are not anticipating at all. And as the pre-orders go further and further down the road, my intention is to pick apart certain chapters and, you know, really read through them with you and talk to you about I don't know what I was thinking during this chapter or, you know, the, the things that you can't put in the book about what was going on during those time frames. Uh, it was a, it was a beautiful process writing this book. This is my very first one. Never thought I'd get a chance to write a book at all. So this book, I wrote it like I'm never going to get another chance again, because once people read this book, I promise you, just like every other thing I've ever done, there's going to be some people that are offended by the book. And uh, there's definitely some chapters in there that I think a lot of people are not going to see coming. And I'm excited about that. Um, There's also a lot of talk about me. So this book is an encapsulation of a person's life, my life. And my hope when reading this book is that everybody's not going to agree or relate to everything. But my hope is that one person will be able to relate to something. And then another person will be able to relate to another part. Um, before we break this down further, though, we have to get into a sponsor. Our next sponsor is itargetpro.com. They have been with us since the very beginning. And they're one of the few Ad agencies or companies, well, they're not an ad agency. That's the dumbest thing I've ever said. They're one of the few companies that has the fortitude, ha, 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 Dan Crenshaw, your new book, to stand with us and uh, keep sponsoring us when other people tuck their tail and run. So I don't know about you, but I don't get out to the range anywhere as often as I would like to. I travel all the time. It just doesn't work. So getting all the firearms loaded up, gear, ammo, driving to the range, and then it's expensive, that can become an issue. Thankfully, I have a great solution that will save you time and money and help you be a better shot. It's called iTarget Pro. Using their proprietary app and laser bullet, iTarget Pro will allow you to safely practice dry fire training with your actual firearm in the convenience of your home. That's right. You get to do the one thing that mom and dad told you not to do your entire life. You get to play, practice, fire your weapon in the house. iTarget Pro. Comes in all the major calibers, including two two three and five five six. This means less driving to the range, less ammo, and less money. Right now, get 10% off, plus free shipping with the offer code GRAHAM. That's my name, Graham. We still need to fight for our Second Amendment rights, so get iTarget Pro before they try to ban that, too. Take your skill to the next level, safely and effectively. That's the letter I, targetpro.com. Offer code Graham. All right, so coming back, if for some reason you're just now popping into the podcast or you skipped the podcast because you thought we were doing ads, let me say it again. My book, America 316, is now officially available for pre-order on America316.com. I said before the advertisement that my hope for this book is that everybody finds something in it that is them. And in the book, I do a lot of what, what my editors would say were book writing no-nos in a lot of, time, uh, a lot of ways, um, but I didn't care. I liked to break the fourth wall or the third wall or whatever the crap it's called. I, I liked that in this book because I want you to know that I'm talking directly to you and I want you to feel in the book that man, this guy doesn't have everything figured out, or man, wow, that's me, or he's an idiot. That's what I want in this book. Everybody's not going to agree with everything in this book, and that's the point. This book is going to make you laugh. It's going to make you cry. It's going to make some people mad. Some people probably won't care, Um, and that's cool, too. This is the most vulnerable I've ever been because... I felt that it was important to say everything that I've always wanted to say in this book because (laughs) I probably might not get another chance to write another one. So I figured I might as well make this one count. And my hope in writing America 316 is that my children, when they're older, will read this book and they'll have an even better idea and understanding of who their dad was, and why I think the way I think, and why I do these videos, and why I subject myself to all the death threats and put myself out there, and why I do the things that I do. We all have a story. We all come from something. And that's what America 316 is about. And obviously, there is a very blatant. Patriot and Christian references. You can figure that out from the title. I think the title, America 316, makes people say, huh? What is this about? And again, that's very intentional. That's the whole point. Uh, faith, Family, Freedom Forever. That is also in the book. And what we do is, well, what I do is I break the book down into those kind of subchapters. So you've got the family chapters. uh, And that's where we really break down uh, me, where I come from, uh, you know, my childhood that I've never really talked about a lot, but uh, we talk about it in the book. Then you've got the faith chapters and what that means. And then you've got the uh, freedom chapters and then you've got the forever chapters. And I, my goal for this book is that You will read the book thinking, wow, that's me. That's it. Everybody's not going to like the book and the people that don't relate are going to hate it. They're going to be like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever read in my life. But those of you who think like I think and you feel like I feel, I believe there's a lot of the book that you're going to listen. Well, listen, if you buy the audible, but a lot of you are going to read it and um, I'm excited to hear your feedback. I'm excited to know what you liked, what you didn't like. And then who knows, maybe we'll end up on the New York times bestseller list. And we can do that by you pre-ordering on America dot 16.com right now. Uh, and wouldn't that be something a redneck from Mississippi uh, writing a book and it going uh super level. I don't know who who knows. I don't even know what the number is. You got to write Uh, and the number you have to sell to get a second book. But that would be cool. But if I never get another book, at least I have this one. And at least I know that I said what I wanted to say. So I thought I would do one other cool thing. I thought that it would be really cool not to give anything away in the book, but I thought that I would read to you guys right now the intro for America 316. Because I think by just listening to the intro of the book, you're going to know that this book is going to be completely different than what you think it's going to be. So, without further ado, here is the intro for America 316. The intro for America 316 is uh, rightfully titled and simply titled, Dear America. Dear America is a sentiment that has... uh, Been around since the beginning. It is obviously the name of this podcast that you're listening to right now. And when Dear America came around, that was really the formation of this movement or this brand that we've established. So it just felt right for the introduction, not the first chapter, but the introduction of the book to be called Dear America. And so here we go. This is my first time reading the book. Uh, allowed. So uh, if I mess up, hey, it's a podcast. You're welcome for the uh, realness. All right. So here we go. Dear America, what if I told you a story? Would you listen? More importantly, what if I wrote you a story? Would you read it? What if I told you that we are all the same? Would you accept it? What if I told you that life is an amazing place and that war and hatred amongst people, genders, and religion didn't exist? Imagine a place where you can get whatever you want. Every dream you've ever thought possible can come true. You never get tired. You're never hated. Everyone loves you for your beliefs and values. You never have to worry about bills or your kids growing up to be good people or who to vote for or whether your spouse is being faithful to you. Would you believe me? I didn't think so. What if I told you that people reflect the love of the creator they claim to believe? What if I said everyone lived together differently and in their own way, but as one people, Americans? Would you believe me then? If you're looking for a book to provide the answers to all of society's problems, I'm afraid this book isn't the one for you. If you're looking for a book that makes you feel like the world is a safe space for everybody and that life is great, this isn't the book for you either. Maybe try a romance novel or a story where the reluctant hero emerges victorious in the end. I recommend To Kill a Mockingbird or Pride and Prejudice. If you're looking for an escape from the real world, this is your chance to walk away right now. If you're still here, you might be wondering why the author of a book would tell you to stop reading. The answer is actually quite simple. You see, the purpose of this book is to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. You may think you know me. You may think you don't agree with me or that you do. You may be surprised if you keep reading. I divided this book into four sections. The first three family, faith, and freedom reflect my core principles. If you want to understand why I stand where I do on certain issues, you have to know where I come from and what I've experienced. In the family section, I share my family experiences, good and bad, that have shaped my beliefs. In the faith section, I describe how my Christian beliefs were formed through my childhood, adolescence, deployments, and marriage. In the freedom section, you'll read the -the behind-the-scenes stories of some of the most impactful videos, rants, and newsworthy events I have made and understand where they came from. In the fourth section, forever, is a call to action. Will you answer it? Think of this as a love-hate situation. You may love what you read here. You may hate what you read here. But that's a choice. Reading this book is a choice which you should make. What I have to say should not be forced on anyone. As a reader, you always have a choice. By its very definition, a choice means freedom. And that's what I'm offering you today. The freedom to walk away right now. Are you still here? Good. Then let's get started. Oh! You thought that we were going to get super deep and emotional. We were going to cuddle and drink, I don't know, hot cocoa and eat s'mores. But that's just the intro to the book, America 316. I hope that you were sucked in, man. I really do. I, you know, it's, it, it was so fun writing this book because I like to do things different. I like to do this. I like to do that. I don't like to do the, I'm Graham Allen. I've done this, 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 and this. And this is why you should read this book because I'm so-and-so, blah, 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 blah. Nobody cares, which is why I wrote this book the way that I did. And I hope that that gives you an indication that this book is going to be completely different than you think it's going to be. And that is why I'm excited. Ladies and gentlemen, right now, America 316 is available for pre order. My first book, Graham Allen, me, myself, wrote a book, America 316. Please think about purchasing this book and helping us uh, in the charts, man. Wouldn't it be something for after this pre sale is done for me to appear in the New York Times bestseller list? Wouldn't that be something? A redneck nobody from Mississippi coming in and just blowing this thing wide open, man. That would be sweet. But either way, even if I only sell one book, I appreciate you. And now is the time. We try really hard not to ask for a lot. But, you know, now's the time that this is one of those moments that it would mean the world to me. Uh, I really believe that you're going to enjoy this book. I believe this book is going to be a calling card for America, America 316. The title says it all. I think you're going to love it. Please think about going and pre-ordering the book right now. You can find that again, my new book, America 316, by going to America316.com now. This sponsor comes from Patriot Mobile. This was actually really cool. I attended America Fest in Washington, D.C., and I actually got to meet the people at Patriot Mobile. Fantastic individuals, and we talk a lot about protecting the unborn, standing up for the American flag, and your constitutional right to keep and bear arms, but we're not doing anything about it. Did you know that you kind of just voted for abortion every time you used the major carriers? Well, that's what you're doing. While AT&T and Verizon could not care less about those issues, the people at Patriot Mobile are attending the March for Life. They're fighting for your Second Amendment rights because they actually care about being Americans. On top of that, Patriot Mobile is the only cell phone service that donates a portion of your monthly bill to organizations fighting for those exact same values. On top of that, they'll save you money. I know switching cell phones carriers is scary, but Patriot Mobile makes it easy. You can keep your number, bring your own phone, or buy a new one and get the same reliable service nationwide. Go to patriotmobile.com slash G R A H A M and check out their coverage map and offers. Right now, you can get free activation when you use the offer code Graham plus a free gift when you open a new line. Or call their US-based customer service team at 972 Patriot. PatriotMobile.com slash or 972. Dash Patriot. All right. So again, as you can see, and as we've told you, the studio is still being built out. So the rest of this episode is we had the opportunity while we were in DC this past week to sit down with Maj Torre, who is the founder and creator of black guns matter. Everybody remembers when black guns matter showed up right in the height of the black lives matter movement that is this guy. Maj was an interesting conversation to have, and it was really cool because there were some things that Maj said that I didn't exactly agree with. There were some things that he said that I completely agreed with, but that's kind of the point. The point is to have those conversations. The one thing that we definitely agreed on was the importance of the Second Amendment, and specifically the importance of the Second Amendment when it relates to African-American communities so we talked about it so without further ado here is that interview from our hotel room of all things ladies and gentlemen maj torre hey Hey, what's What's going on america i am graham allen and no we're not in some weird uh movie (laughs) set we are we are actually in our hotel room in right. downtown, well, Capitol Hill, Washington, D.C. CPAC is going on, and because of that, we were finally able to link up with Mr. Black Guns Matter himself. Is it right. Maj? Yep. Tour? Is that? Two Ture. Ture. It's always oh, uh, nicely it's, done. It's, it's always more fancy than I think it is. Yeah, well, when I read it, you always get them wrong. So he so, butchered Coleon. So that's on. an interesting name. <laughs> is that from anything particularly, or
2: uh, when I got into a different way of life, um, I chose a different identity for myself. You know, okay. you become your own person. Right. The things that <clears throat> excuse me, your mom and dad wished and want for you. It's not to negate that, but you choose your own path. So my I aligns justice, Maj. Being my being the ancient Egyptian or Kemetic goddess of truth, reciprocity, balance, and stuff like that. So Amaj uh, and Toure being uh, West African royalty.
1: Uh, oh, oh that's okay, awesome. cool, cool. Thank you. Um, so let's talk. There's a lot of things that you do. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things that you've been a part of. Uh, you're a rapper. Mm-hmm. You're a political activist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are pro Second Amendment, and mm-hmm. you're from Philly. Yeah. So that just right off the bat, that's a lot of things right. that uh. Might go hand in hand. Some other people and I think, oh, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So let's start with: Were you born and raised in Philly? Absolutely. Okay. So what was that like? What was that growing? Well, like? Philly's
2: a beautiful city. Um, one, we the birthplace of America, and that's there's this automatically beautiful and contradictory and not so beautiful things with that. Right. Yep. Um. So that's that's amazing. Yeah. The
1: original capital was held here. Yeah. Uh, George Washington oh, and all that stuff yep. was here. Yeah. So
2: um, that part we got a good juxtaposition between. Uh, hard working blue collar people. And then you got like the arts. Mm. You know, you got a lot of history in Philly. Like we literally the city of the firsts. Um, Mother's Day was created in Philly. Like, really? Her- oh, yeah. I, I didn't
1: know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, okay.
2: Hershey's Chocolate was started in oh, Philly. Well, yeah, I, I didn't know that. Know that. The first, yeah. like computer was like huh. in Philly. Interesting. Yeah. Um we, we like a proven ground. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, just a good city man like really solid strong people a lot of people. famous
1: people have come from Philly yeah too. Yeah. yeah.
2: if you can't like they say it about New York like if you can make it here you can make it anywhere hmm. but Philly's way more um battle proven you gotta be in order to make it up out of there type of place right, right. so you I'm know.
0: curious what was life then like growing up for you in Philly
2: oh it was beautiful I mean like sometimes when you like broke you don't know
0: right so right. You're just
2: having fun yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying so it was yeah. kind of like that growing up but um you know my my grandmother pretty much like raised me. My my mom's too, but my mom's was like she, you know, she had me at 18. So she was like in and out, you know, 18, she's like, "Come on, bro, like I'm trying to like chill." Yeah. Um and so uh, you know, it was really cool though. My my grandmother and my mom's and my father when he, you know, came back around was uh were they always gave me something to pull from. Right. You know, gave me something like my dad sold things. So so it was like, "Okay, entrepreneurial bam." Nice. You know. Yeah. My mom was always like uh. <laughs> I had my so my curfew was eight o'clock. Right? Oh, there you go. But here's the thing. How mom, old? Just curious. Just so let's say let's say eighth grade, right? Oh, okay, that's reasonable.
0: your
2: your your curfew's eight o'clock. You can go anywhere you want. My mom used to be like, "Yo, if you want to go to Africa and come back, you can <laughs> hmm. just be
0: back by eight. <laughs> just be back by eight.
2: No problem. Interesting. You know, so I had a good balance of all of those different types of things. And I don't know, if, I don't know if they knew. But collectively, they were cultivating a, a real like freedom thought process, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. So Telling
1: you where you can go, where you can't go. Yeah. yeah, and
2: and it would be like you know, my mom one of her favorite favorite lines is like, "Yo, don't get hurt because it's not on my schedule to take you to the hospital." <laughs> <laughs> nice, you know what I am saying? Like yeah. It's like you like can that. get broke up, but eh, if it's not time, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. You know? So um, it just didn't, it just didn't allowed me to never be a marshmallow. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean, and just own what you do. You just said, I told you you had to be here at eight. You weren't. I told you you could go anywhere. You didn't schedule this properly. Yeah. So forth and so on. So it developed. Some of those things were um, instilled early, maybe through accident, maybe just, you know, just conditioning, but either way, I'm I'm not mad at
1: it. Okay, so so let's take that. What, what I'm curious in, and, and and I think the listeners will be curious as well, because the first time I was introduced to you was through Black Guns Matter, mm-hmm. and so I guess my question is, um, obviously that's a very pro Second Amendment mm-hmm. uh, organization yeah. you're running, and and from what I understand, it's more directed towards. African American communities and things like that, pro Second Amendment, self defense, uh, responsible gun ownership, and things like that. Did you grow up around? weapons and yeah. firearms when you were younger yeah when i had guns
2: that? since i was like 15 okay you know what i'm saying um it well, from in the
1: south we automatically think that you know up north That's and true. everything well, that well, they never <laughs> no, so at all. Well, that
2: is that generally is the case oh yeah depend on what you're doing outside right you know what i'm saying so for me it was like i left school at 15 okay my mother you know she got remarried and moved down south and I was like, yeah, I'm not living down here. It's too quiet. It's not enough going on. Right. So she was like, well, move back to the house in Philly. And so at 15, I lived on my own. Oh, wow. um, and so my access to firearms wasn't like in a safe and responsible way.
1: Right. It's exactly.
2: just like you outside doing what you're doing, you know. And on one level, I'm not too mad at that because it's, you know, I, I, I managed to not shoot myself. It, I would have loved for it to have been in conjunction of proper tutelage that didn't come until later. Yeah. I had an uncle that was like in Desert Storm and Vietnam and all these different things, and he would see me and my friends with our firearms, and he's like, "Y'all are so stupid." Yeah, no, very Y'all are quick. So dumb. You, you know what you were doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Y'all are so dumb. You know, so um, so it was like along those lines. But um, I, I remember the first time I had a gun. I think it was my other uncle who had a drug problem. He just left it. I'm assuming it was his, and he just like left it in the crib. Oh man! Yeah, and I'm I got it. I put it on my hip, and uh, you know, you get that. I wish somebody would. Right. Dumb energy Uh, makes you feel strong. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Dummy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And so, um, but that was the first time. But after that, it was (laughs) just like, you know, yo, I got a gun. You know, somebody was selling one, and you know, it's around. And so, uh, and it was always for me. It was like, yo, if I'm trapping, I got to make sure. You know, I'm selling. So people going to come try and take what I got. So that was the reason for it. But that reason is actually the right reason. Yeah. You want to protect, protect. what you built. Sure. right? You yep. know what I mean? Um, and in hindsight, over time, we, you know, when I got a little older, we started robbing drug dealers because even that thought process was, all right, we're not going to, like, rob civilians. We're going to, like, rob the dudes that was getting the money. But at the same th- time, it's like, that's you telling yourself is okay. Because they're selling drugs, the evil right. stuff. Right. But the war on drugs criminalized that. You know, these dudes is entrepreneurs. You know, and sure. so, um, so my thought process changed a, bit, a lot actually. But those was the reasons why I had guns. So in that sense, if you outside and you are in the north, you probably, I mean, guns are everywhere. Um, but the reason behind it and your personal moral compass to not, you know, um, do it to attack people unnecessarily
1: mm.
2: never and i never like i never really liked people that was like bullies right like why well, yo i should rob you because you're picking on him and you know he don't want it right yeah. you kind of like a cornball so let me take your shit yeah
1: you know what i mean so 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 that's interesting and i like having these kind of conversations because i have learned in my past three years of doing this and being uh able to meet people much like yourself and candace and coleon and and all these others i realized that obviously i'm a very pro second amendment guy Mm -hmm. but i'm a white dude that was born and raised in southern mississippi Mm -hmm. you know and 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 so (laughs) uh somebody said one time they're like assuming that we all get to the same place at the same time is assuming we all started from the same spot right and so it's easy for me to spit out gun facts when people like Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden, 150 million people yeah. uh, right. were killed. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but more specifically, Bernie Sanders. yeah, yeah. But Bernie we're Sanders yeah. will say things and they'll contort things. They'll say in 2018, 80 thousand people died from gun violence. Right. Yeah. When it's really gun related deaths, and mm-hmm. it's easy for me to say things like, "Well, you know, they want to focus on mass shootings, but they'll ignore Chicago." Mm-hmm. In your opinion, growing up in Philly and just everything that you just described right there, what's the breakdown going on? Well, well, well what's the issues going on with with the inner cities, the African American communities? Where obviously there's something wrong and yeah. there's something that's broken that yeah. we need to pay attention to. So, so, so in your experience, it's the what you
2: misinformation. It's the same reason why I pick the gun up and go outside, like looking for being an idiot. Right the misinformation from early on nine ten eleven y- years old, this is a firearm, this is what it does. Yeah. this is your responsibilities for it. those rounds don't come back in the gun yeah, yeah. The, the the information is what's missing,
1: yeah, it's hitting something now well, it's yeah.
2: a thousand it's a thousand bad guys that have a gun that's literally the bad guy. there's way more good people that don't have a firearm, so those thousand oh, yeah. bad guys is like, oh this is. Everybody's lunch meat. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. They if they get they get rounds thrown back at them in a defensive in a defensive way after they're doing the wrong thing, it's different. It's no different than me. Yo, we can't rob those guys. They pay attention.
1: Yeah, right. right.
2: They exactly. Heat him on the corner and over there they strap. Unless we're ready to really get busy, it ain't gonna be an easy take. It ain't worth it. Yeah, it's the same concept. Yeah. That firearm is. is deterrent. So the information is what's missing. And the, the 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 information leads to more people that are aware and open about it and communicative about it and showing that. So even the bad guys, even the guys that only are robbing drug dealers, they think twice.
1: Our next sponsor is ExpressVPN. So we all know how VPN protects your privacy and security online, right? But I didn't know this until recently, and it's taken my TV watching game to the next Level, Yeah, I know I travel all the time, but I'm 33 years old. So one of my favorite things to do now is with Alyssa, uh, just watch TV like an old married couple because that's what we are. So you can use a VPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. Over the weekend, I used Express VPN to binge Doctor Who on UK Netflix. It was so simple. I just fired up ExpressVPN app, changed my location to UK, refreshed Netflix, and that's it. See, ExpressVPN hides your IP address and lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from almost 100 different countries. Love anime? Use ExpressVPN to access Japanese Netflix. I guess that's all you Dragon Ball Z fans out there. I don't really know. I'm not into the anime, but you can do it. Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason I use ExpressVPN to watch shows is it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag, and you can stream it in HD, no problem. If you visit my special link right now, expressvpn.com slash G-R-A-H-A-M, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support the show. Watch what you want and protect yourself at ExpressVPN.com slash Graham. Do you think that educational component is
0: kind of being busted open in a sense with social media and people like you? Kind people of seem to be to paying, paying attention now. Do you think they yeah, are or do you well, not so much?
2: No, yeah. When we took when we started, nothing like Black Guns Matter existed before we created. Right, that. right. And it was just like, duh, like this needs to be said here. Every time you take something that's impactful in one space and put it in a space that people are not used to seeing it, you have a huge impact. Remember back in the day when dudes like had like car phones? Oh. And yes. everyone was like, hey, I'm calling you from outside <laughs> yeah, of yeah. my house. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, my God. Let me see it. Or the ones that like was in the car that had like the like it was like in a plastic yeah. bag or my something. Dad yeah. had that, yeah. Or the big like brick. Yeah. Was like, <laughs> was hey, I'm outside response? talking yeah. to you. Yeah. Now, trillions and trillions of dollars, and it's so regular like now. Yeah. You know, I just took information that was already around. Phones were already around. We just put them in a car. You know, I took information that was already around and was just like, put it in urban America. That's it. The difference was the people that were supposed to be doing that um, or what they said they were going to do it for had no vested interest in doing it because they made it too politicized. Right. Yeah. Their thing was, eh, is this voting block going to vote for us? Yeah. Right. As opposed to if we inform them, they they then will influence the vote, right? right. You know, um, so that's in essence, yeah. It, I mean, the reception, like we raised two hundred and eighty thousand dollars to keep these classes free to continue that's to do it, awesome. right? And with a goal now of a million, the original goal was like twenty five grand, and every time we would hit the goal, we was like, okay, whew, we done, and everybody was like, no, bro, you didn't come to. Mississippi, you didn't come to here. You didn't come there. It's like, yo, let's do 10 more cities. And we kept raising the goal to the point where we got to 200. And I was like, okay, I think we're done. Yeah. And everybody was like, yo, raise it to you're a million.
1: <laughs> so so, so for people listening that that, that yeah. aren't aware of what you're talking about, when yeah. you're saying you're going to these cities and these places, what, yeah. what, what are you guys doing when you get there?
2: Yeah, so we do basic, fi- very basic. There is no Second Amendment organization that is lower entry level than us. Very basic. What is the second amendment? What is basic firearm safety and training? Okay. What is conflict resolution? What is de-escalation? And turning that into political education. That's all we do. Got it. If you come to our classes, you're going to learn how to be a safe and responsible gun owner. Right. You're going to learn firearm, long gun and handgun anatomy. You're going to learn um, what the second amendment is for, why that relates to you. You're going to learn about a little bit about the constitution and the bill of rights and, 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 is quite naturally the questions that are going to be asked in that setting you're gonna be like well wait so if this is a human right then how can the government lock us up for it oh great because they're unconstitutional yeah. right well wait the guy that i voted for said well who did you vote for and look at his track record so right. then you start to politically educate the demographic right you know what i mean and so really it's it's like a one it's like a two for one you right. know so having that and then it became okay these cl- there's people that can teach you about firearms but initially, they may not have the time to tell you about the Second Amendment and all of those things. Right. right. If we remove the financial barrier to entry by having other people volunteer right. to pay it forward for you. Right. Right?
0: Oh, like a sponsor.
2: Like That's a sponsor. Cool. Now we have trainers that are there that you can develop that relationship with. So now when you go pay that trainer or that instructor or that lawyer, you already got some of the basic Bob out of the way. Right. You know what That's I mean? Cool.
1: I, I like what you said there. I, I think that there's. I, I like that you are not only teaching basic gun safety, basic gun familiarization, but you're also teaching the the, the constitutional part of mm-hmm. it, right? Because one of the things I travel from university to university here lately, talking about the Second Amendment and it being under the under attack. Yep. And one of the biggest things that I talk about is uh, from the opposite end of the spectrum, and what I mean by that is. There is a large majority, the vast majority of Americans that are spoiled, entitled brats that don't realize how good we have it, right? And so there's a lot of people that forget what the Second Amendment was actually created for. Right. It was to defend yourself and your family and... To fight against a potential tyrannical government, right? That's it. And 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 you know, people will say things like, "Oh, well, Graham, you know, you're being crazy." Yeah, yeah. yeah it was hundreds of years ago. Yeah. That would never happen today, and, and all this stuff. And 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 we're right next door to Virginia. We just drove through right. the, Virginia. Just we drove through Virginia today, and we're like, and, and we even said, driving down the road, we were like, this state right here is probably taking the biggest steps towards anti-constitutional strip our rights away of any state in the country right now. Well, Virginia
2: was first to do it. All gun control started there. Yep, Uh, Gun control is older than America. Even during like, you know, the the Louisiana Purchase and the Black Codes and Slave Codes and all this other stuff. Gun control, that's why I always say all gun control is racist. The origin of it literally was, hey, those melanated beings that happen to be on Turtle Island, if you see them and they look like they have something that even appears to be a firearm or a weapon... You can shoot them. They can't have guns. That is gun control. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's Ralph Northam. That's his, he's not doing anything different than the origin of what it, you know, it was created. He's
1: so blatant about it, too. And that's what's crazy to me. Yeah is people like Ralph Northam are the people that I'm sitting in the back screaming, hey, I'm not a conspiracy type guy. There he is, (laughs) right right there. That is exactly the type of people that these pro-gun people have been screaming forever. They're coming. These people that will say eventually that nobody needs a gun of any kind. Nobody needs a gun period. What you're doing, Ralph Northam wants to make that illegal. Right. Yeah. Where you can't, you can't train someone yeah, you'd on fire. Be a militia. Now you're a militia. Right. You're
2: a militia, paramilitary. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I am the militia. And see, the, the the thing is, the gun community or the freedom community or any American has to accept that you know everything that's moral isn't legal. Yes. We having exactly two different right. conversations. Yeah. I'm cool all day. with having a conversation about morality once you pick that conversation and put it in a legality box, it's a different conversation. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we got to be cool with being an outlaw. Like, I break the law a lot in regards to unconstitutional laws. Right. You know, you have to be willing to say, like, we, there's guys that, like, we have and women that we have holidays for that
1: were breaking the yeah. law yeah yeah and, and to clarify just just so everyone heard very clearly what he said he didn't say he was breaking constitutional laws right Breaking unconstitutional right, laws. Right. Just like those, um, was it Sheriff's Department or troopers that they interviewed at Virginia? Oh, they said they, never lay yeah. they were laying down their guns. We're it. not enforcing yeah. and, and the officer said straight up, no. no. no that's we're the not tyrannical government right. part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. And yeah. those are police officers right. saying, absolutely not. We're and not then, and that.
2: sheriffs, that's why we get such a good reception from most law enforcement. Because yep. sheriffs. them out. Right. And sheriffs are really the law of the land. Yeah. They the these bigger government, more government dudes will try to usurp or circumvent sheriffs in localities who is like, yo, uh, like in them western movies, I'm the law, I'm the sheriff around here because that's where it stops. It's yeah. supposed to stop. Um and and you have the right to say no. What happens is we, again that soft American thing. Yeah. We've gotten so marshmallowy that nobody wants to fight the case all the way up to a, a Supreme Court level. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, all right, save your bail money. I'm going to get arrested for this thing. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm going
1: to fight against Where's it. Where's your is, line in the sand? Down, right. You know? And
2: it's like, at a certain point you, got, you have to be willing. I carry a gun a lot of places. If there's not a metal detector, I'm in CPAC now. Pat, when there's not the metal detectors, I got a gun with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, you, you have to, cause okay, would you rather the weirdo gets through that? Doesn't follow the rule. Yep.
0: Right. And it's like, or come save home, a
1: shooting in a movie theater. Yeah. and I'll go to jail for that. Right. If I'm and we were right down lives. the road
0: from the Texas church, church oh, shooting that yeah, happened. Yeah. So they were in right our backyard. Road, man. Yeah. And so, yeah,
1: it was. Just... Six seconds took that thing yeah. out. Bam. Bam. And that
0: would have been so much worse. That's what later. people
1: don't want to focus on. <laughs> right. They don't want to focus on, oh, well, you know, uh, two people still died. Well, yeah. Right. But that was in six seconds. Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Shouts to the elder hitting like 25 yards out one yeah. round head moving shot. target
1: in your yeah. face oh. man just got oh. him I was yeah. like Get on him but yeah. you know what that's from that's from that's from doing a continued service or, or continued practice of what you you are right. instilling yeah. in these people that you are going out right. and talking to gun mm-hmm. safety gun orientation practicing right. and becoming proficient in your firearm no
0: I just like because we skimmed we went really fast but I love that you also teach de-escalation yeah yes. I love that so I'm actually a counselor okay. and so so that's what I picked up on really quick yeah. is that yeah. you said de-escalation. So we're not just teaching. I feel like there's so many great classes and you should take them, but I love that you're doing not just the Constitution, not just this, but also, hey, how do we de-escalate the situation without having yeah. to use force? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. percent
1: of the time, a gun should de-escalate right. something very quickly. Right. And, yes. and
2: a lot of times it's like um, I'll go, man, you have no idea how many rounds I have. In my head, Like you really – <laughs> yeah. it's, like, yeah. it's like guys that train or work out. right? We go – you don't really want like I box Krav Maga like, and I have a gun. You, it's like boxers. They, yeah. They're really good at going. It's cool. I'm out. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I I'm know not, what I can do. Don't I don't need, I yeah, right I don't need to me prove me, anything. Man. I ain't going to jail on <laughs> yeah, this right. one. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's just so many different layers of even the question of, bro, is this actually like with this? Even if the dude's being a jerk, like this ain't really worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, then right. I gotta then I gotta get booked. I got to go downtown. I got to have unnecessary contact with law enforcement. Yeah. Right. I got to tell a story. I gotta, and if and if 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 it's on an election year if I'm in a blue city I might have to, like, deal with yep.
0: this case. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm cool. But yeah. I love that you teach the process, too, because that's the education. But no one yeah. ever teaches, because yep. it is. It's yep. not just, hey, okay, I pulled my gun and this. Oh, ha- no. Oh, no, no, like, no, no. no,
2: no process. No, no. Yeah. And if that's your only gun? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Take your you're gun for, like,
1: two yeah.
0: years? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. My old, you ain't never get it. Back. My old boss,
2: <laughs> he was telling me an example. Like, you pick your battles because, say, you walk up to this, you're walking down the city streets or whatever, and an old lady gets pushed down on the ground by these two big biker dudes, right? Right. It's like, pull your
1: gun or not. Yeah, you pull your gun. Well, those are uh, two undercover agents right. and she was running some drug ring or See? something you yeah. know See? you exactly. just never know right Yeah, exactly
0: yeah. never know who will walk in that door you never know who's going to walk <laughs> in you never know Dan Crenshaw just walked in the room while we're doing this <laughs> you never know what's <laughs> going to happen
1: uh, Dan's yeah. probably thinking what did I just walk <laughs> right. into right now <laughs> right. uh, right. uh, right. anyway right. one of my what, I, I love what you said because one of my favorite movies completely unrealistic but the very beginning is something like you just said Nicholas Cage gets in that bar fight in Con Air you know what I'm talking about I've seen oh, yeah, that. He's yeah. like this ranger guy. Bar fight happens, but because he's got all the extra training, he doesn't hold back right. when he should. Right. He ends mm-hmm. up killing this guy, right. and that's why he goes to jail. Right. I, I, Carrying
2: I, a firearm on me, I'm a point guard. Most people in, on, you know, a point guard, what I do, the other nine players on the court respond to. Mm-hmm. In this space, I am responsible for the, what happens in this room. You know, and that could be a straight up fight, that could be a right. conversation, that could be whatever. I am going to do every single thing in my power to avoid conflict. Yep. Every single time. Exactly. Yep. The last time in 2018, I was in New Orleans for the Libertarian National Convention, right? I'm there and these dudes were trying to rob me. They were try- I'm like, oh, they telegraphing crazy. Mm-hmm. I got a I got I carry G nineteen everywhere with me. I'm out. Yeah. The guy that was trying to start the argument, I'm like, oh, man, my bad. I, I misinterpreted what you're saying. Let me get you a drink.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: I walked to the bar I left.
1: Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Of all the pro second amendment people we've had on so far, you're the first person to come on and 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 talk de-escalation. Yeah, yeah I first. love that. Because I think I think so often we get into because I mean we do. We see it all the time. We see it on mainstream media, you know, gun violence. Gun violence. You're not safe. You can't go to church, can't go to Walmart, can't go to to the hospital, can't right. do anything. People get on the defensive of well, it's shoot or nothing. Right. Where what we really need to be having the conversation of is learning the firearm and right. learning that it's actually the very last thing which is pulling that trigger. There are there are eight thousand other other things that we should be trying to do. Now, right. granted, situation dictates that you sometimes you have to jump from one to ten right. really quick. Right. But 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 I like that. I like that. I think you a lot of times
2: what happens is people don't your situational awareness first. Yeah. If you can see things, it's like, oh. And you're going to try this tonight? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, I'm out. Before they even set up. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? What's the same with Noticing safety patterns. with
0: girls. We yeah. don't walk at night unless we have to, dude. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you just try to safety your number. Pay attention like, you're taught to, anyway. Yeah. No,
2: but see, this the thing is, you can't... You, you, I'm not allowed to say that. I'm not allowed to say... Hey, be responsible. Maybe if you're an attractive or ugly young lady.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably don't say that. <laughs> you are ugly. You don't need to be walking may Maybe you
2: shouldn't get hammered. Right. Scumbags are outside. Right. You yeah, walk true. home alone at 3
1: a.m. Super
2: hammered. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, I'm not doing it as a dude yes. with yeah. a gun. Why are you
1: here alone in the first place? Right. Yeah. 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 It's just you know, not and,
2: smart. And those are the type of, you know, that ounce of prevention is worth way more than that pound I
0: completely cure. agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Right.
1: Uh, so, okay, so you've got the Black Guns Matter thing going on right now that's still going. What, what, what the goal is a million. Once you get to a million, I mean, is it? Is it do you want to make this a yearly thing? You go to the same places oh, every year? Or?
2: I want to make this job obsolete.
1: Yeah. Wow, I like that.: this, yeah.
2: There should be oh, no reason passion. for me to be here. Yeah. I'm here out of necessity. I yeah. want to like go. Like, I'm, I'm becoming more and more famous. I want to use my fame to, like, get at Rihanna. Yeah. yeah. It's going to take a lot of time, and I have to focus on what's really important. Right. But me getting with Rihanna is very important. Yeah. So, yeah, I you know understand. What I'm yeah. So, um, at, <laughs> the 280000 that we've raised, I've already given it away. Yeah. We spend it as we get right. it. Yeah. Okay? Boom. We just had... Gun Owners of America just gave us $25,000. We're going to do 10 cities with that. Oh, yeah. Awesome. You know what I mean? But That's the Just location, all over the nation? All over the nation. Okay. You know, we talk to them. they like, yo, can we hit here, here, here? Yep, come up with the cities. We go there, yeah. you know. But even though this is great work, you know, like United Airlines and hotel lobbies and wherever we're doing them, then they're like, oh, you're doing such great constitutional work. We're going to let you have this location for free. Oh, They're never oh, going no, to say that. Awesome. So with that <laughs> being the case, oh, yeah, you yeah. know, that sure. those th- that, that's what those resources go to. Right. Which flyers, gotcha. outreach, you know, things of that nature. But um, again, our initial goal was $25,000 for like 13 cities, you know. And so um, we just kept surpassing it. But the million, I want to buy a building that we own outright. that anyone can come Come use to train, you know, at all times. And then it becomes, it's its own perpetual machine as opposed to me having go, Hey, if you hear you, you know, we'll have one location here. And then maybe we get two or three over time, you know, over, the you know, uh, uh, bigger urban areas. Right. That's really the goal. But, um, if I I, want to make the job obsolete, like, like I want to make it like you, you, Oh man, I left my gun in the house. Like you left your, phone and you go back and you get it. Right. It has to be that normalized. Then there's no need for Black Guns Matter to exist. Yep. You know what I mean? If I don't make my job obsolete, now I'm like pimping the situation. Yeah,
1: well, I think... An initial goal of twenty five thousand, you already have surpassed two hundred eighty thousand. I think it shows that you're you're tapping into something Mm -hmm. that's truly needed. And I think in today's society, we need people like you that take something like you said that that shouldn't have been this big thing, but when you put it in a different perspective, it makes everybody go, "Oh, right." I commend you for it. I think it is absolutely fantastic. And of course, this sponsor is Red Arrow Weapons. We love this guys. We love this guys. We love these guys. Kip Campbell, Red Arrow TV, an amazing individual. He started Red Arrow Weapons. This is a great company. They're fighting the battle in Virginia. Ralph Northam, the attack on our Second Amendments, right this second. Red Arrow Weapons are made a hundred percent in the USA. That's right, people. One zero zero percent in America. Not only that, they sponsor us and they support what we do and what we stand for. We need to support them. For dear America podcast listeners, you can use coupon code RECALLRALPH, R E C A L L R A L F P H Recall Ralph to get ten percent off their three hundred blackout pistols plus free shipping. Go support Red Arrow Weapons. Do the thing. Stand up for your Second Amendment rights. Go check out Red Arrow Weapons now. Where can people go yeah. to contribute to what you are doing?
2: Yeah, so there's two areas. Um, You know, so this is me full time. A lot of that is, you know, I pay the guys that's doing stuff out of the merch. The merch sale. Okay. Okay. So that's blackgunsmatter.myshopify.com. And if you just don't want it, because some people are like, my wife some of my white followers are like, "Yo, bro, I don't know if I could like wear a black." Gun. I don't know if they're gonna <laughs> let me get a black. Right, I'm away like, there, bro, yeah. it's like actually, some of my other white followers are like, "Yeah, have great conversations wearing the shirts all of the time." Um, but if you don't want to do that, you can just donate to the GoFundMe. It's GoFundMe.com forward slash Black Guns Matter. Nice and um, oh, awesome. I know if some of you like you really, really rich women and guys. If you want to just, like, donate the last 700 grand. There you go. Yeah, there you go. There <laughs> <just> <laughs> you go. There you go. A lot of time. And, and
1: where can they follow you individually? Oh,
2: yeah. On uh, social media. Just my name, Maj Touré. M-A-J-T-O-U-R-E. Um, I'm really active on, like, Twitter and Instagram. It's me on, the, on those platforms. Yeah. Um, and I just really just chop it up with people. If they awesome. want to do
0: the classes, how do they find out?
2: Oh, they can, can just DM me. and then oh, okay, like, perfect. Let's say if they're in town and, like, they're like, yo, we want to bring you out. Just, you know, sponsor a city. Bring us out. You don't have to do anything but show up. Especially guys that, like, are um, law enforcement officers that are working on trying to um, heal community community. police relations. Yeah. Like, all day. All day we need that. Because mass media is making it look like, are there some bad guys in in law enforcement? Absolutely. Just like it's bad guys in my hood. Right. However, um like mainstream media makes it look like every single officer is like coming outside today to kill you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And so in those types of things, just reach out, Let's sponsor a city Let's work together Awesome I love you know? that yeah, man, That's, well, that's awesome. awesome That's great man,
1: man. Hey we, we appreciate you Coming on and yeah. sharing Some of that knowledge With us man God bless you For what you're doing The you. you Solutionary Good luck on yeah. your City <laughs> Exactly yeah. uh, the, the, Go check it out Go donate Get to a million Go help this amazing Organization right now We know where they Can follow you Jake Where can they find you Producer underscore Jake on Instagram
0: Alyssa Alyssa Allen on Instagram
1: And of course I'm Graham Allen uh, Thank you guys for Listening to this episode of the Dear America podcast and we'll see you all again next time. Bye. See ya.
2: Peace.